Well, I got barred. I got barred for playing background music, so welcome to season two. So if I, uh, if it just stops, you'll know why. And then I'll have to recalibrate everything because I really like having music in the background. So if Instagram made everything horrid, I'd be so bummed. But uh, yeah, that's why we're late. I was on for the first three minutes and I think uh, Groove is in the heart just took it out. So uh, all of a sudden it stopped my feed and said, you shall, you shall not pass. So, and then I couldn't get back on for a minute. So anyways, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I'm your host, James Lewis. This is What Does It All Mean Podcast. This is one of my favorite songs of 2021. It's called Everyone Is Horrid Except For Me. It was on The Simpsons. It has this great, uh, great uh, episode of, of Quillaby, who is this fake Morrissey. And actually, not a fake Morrissey, like a real Morrissey. And they depict him as this um, sausage-eating, hating person Morrissey turned into be. I don't know him personally, but from some of the things that I've read, not so cool, not so cool. So, all right, I was a little pessimistic because I was ready for them to, to take me out, so I'm getting back into this. So, this is season, season two. Hopefully, we won't have any more problems. So, what's happened in the last month since uh, since we've, you know, gone away? been aliens talking about aliens and talk about aliens in a month or not even like three days they're gonna announce some aliens in America it's pretty awesome what else what else is going on there's peace in the Middle East again again which you know for social media it's a trip that like we can just one thing about social media is that, you know, when you're on TikTok or you're on whatever and you just see someone's house being bombed and it doesn't matter whose it is, it, it could be, you know, your worst enemy. You see someone's house being bombed and their kids being wiped out. It's not fun. Even your worst enemy, at least mine personally, I could never watch that. So that's why the whole Middle Eastern thing is so complicated. I'm in America. I'm so far away from that. And uh, what right do I have to talk about it? But I feel the peace, no matter what, is the answer. And I feel that, you know, nobody should be... We In 2021, we shouldn't be... We shouldn't be shooting each other. You know? And I think that's why the aliens are here. So, let's start season two with that. Straight up, I feel that the aliens are are here to stop all the shenanigans. This is a new song by Perry Farrell and the Kind Heaven Orchestra. It's called Men. This is the third time I've heard it. I dig it. I'm afraid to turn it up too loud because Instagram's going to come in and take that feed. But I feel as long as I'm talking, it messes up that, that feed. So, anyways, so... Uh, Second, I got a vaccination. I got my second vaccination last Saturday. So I can start to go out into the world again and see people and play music, interview people in person instead of, uh, you know, being trapped in the house like we all have been in the last, you know, year and a half. So uh, this, is, this is interesting about the vaccination. Uh, you know, all the hype and the disinformation that we hear and some of my friends, you know, musicians included, I told them I got vaccinated and they were just very upset. And, uh, what they don't understand is like, if I'm going to travel eventually, they're probably going to need 
these documentations and and one of the 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 venues already I've heard needs you know these documentations and whether you like that or not like for me I like to play wherever I can so you know we're all vaxxed up and ready to go but I'll tell you a story that that happened that that it's good and bad so I got vaccinated last Saturday and uh I went to work and I told my friends and my friends just told me all kinds of crazy things and I read some things about not being able to breathe well and uh and I come home this is this is actually two nights ago this is Thursday night I come home everything's fine I start to just eat my normal dinner uh I'm all alone it's me and the cat my my chick is not here she's at work so I, I start pigging out and I eat uh, some some cake and some whipped cream. And I know I'm not supposed to eat whipped cream, but I, I take this, this lactate pill and I just, I, I eat it. Now here's one thing. When I took the, the vaccination, they asked me a question, are you allergic to foods? I totally am, but I still wanted the vaccination. So I, I lied to them. I'm a, I'm a fool. I lied to them. So I went and got the vaccination Anyways, so I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden I start to have a food allergy and then the food allergy combined with the vaccination turned into this just like I had an, I had a, what's it, an, an anxiety attack. Like my brain just, I freaked out. I, I stood up and I'm like, I got to go outside and like, I just didn't feel okay. And I didn't know what was happening. I just wanted to go to bed, couldn't go to bed. And then all of a sudden, like, I just sat in this chair over here where the cat was sitting before, you know, I just sat in this chair and, uh, and I was like, what's wrong with me? And, and all of a sudden I started to kind of black out and get all sweaty. And when I realized that I was like, oh, I felt this like, like probably 12 or 15, maybe 20 times in my life. I'm used to this. And it, it's, it's back to like the, the whipped cream that I ate. You know, but since I had this paranoia of just this disinformation with the vaccination and, and my friends just hating on it and all these things, as I was blacking out, which I've done so many times before, uh, you know, when before I would just sit there and be like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. But as I was blacking out, I see my, my friend just saying like, oh, like just giving me these looks and, and, and I'm like, this is how I'm going to go. If this is how I'm going to go, this is really bad. So <clears throat> eventually I went and took like two more lactate pills and I was okay. I was fine. But it, what it made me realize was that uh, that I suffer from epileptic seizures brought on to by dairy products and cheese. And so I've been trying to mask this my whole life. And this is where it gets really interesting. You know, I never thought I'd be talking about epilepsy. Like, this is just ridiculous. You think this is just something that doesn't happen to you, you know? But I've probably been suffering from epilepsy for about 15 years. I didn't know what it was. I uh, was ashamed of it. Uh, I only told a few people. Like, of course, the people that were in my life knew about them. The close people that were around me that witnessed them, witnessed these episodes. But I would never really tell um, too many people about it. And uh, the first time it happened, I, I was like in this place, the coast inn, and I was just in the bathroom and I passed out and I hit my head. And, uh, and then, yeah, I didn't think anything of these things, you know? And uh, it got so bad that it would start to happen all the time where, where my friend uh, Robert, who... He, I talked about him, I think, on the first or second second episode of the first season of this. He had instructions to take care of me if if I fell, if I were to fall, and I was to have a seizure somewhere. There was instructions like, "Hey, just make sure that uh, I'm okay, and wait about three or four minutes, and I should pop out of it." Like this is real stuff. So I, I think that my point is the vaccination brought that out of me and uh, 
I learned that about myself because when you don't know what it is, it's more scary. You feel like you're a freak. You feel like you're a real alien and you feel like you totally don't fit in. So all those people with epilepsy out there, dude, you're not alone. And don't be afraid to like reach out and, and, and tell people, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having seizures because I didn't even know what... It, as a person, you see someone sees, yeah, but seeing yourself sees is a totally different thing because you're in a different perspective. And for what happens to me is you start to come in and out of reality really quick and you don't even notice these things and you're trying to hold on to reality and it's it's really hard and all of a sudden that's where the seizure comes from because you're like, boom, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm awake, I'm not, I'm awake, I'm not, I'm, and then you're just out. And then you forget who the hell you are. Like, I, I've woken up like 12, 15 times, not really remembering who I am for like five or 10 minutes. And uh, it's weird. The, and it's the worst experience, you know? And it's, but it's also like rebirth in a sense because I've gotten lazy. Sometimes you get lazy and you, you get complacent and you just get into these bad habits of shit that you know you shouldn't be doing. And then all of a sudden, bam, you'll have a seizure and you're like, holy shit, I could have died right there. I need to be doing better things same thing happened to your friend Antoinette yeah it's it's great it's it's a very similar they say that one in 26 people you know suffer from these things I, this is about we're gonna get into the real topic which is which is you know da Vinci but uh life is is a trip you just don't know you know like all of these ailments, these these things, these life, these things that happen, food allergies, cancers, this, all this crap, it's the real things that are in our life, you know, like, when everyone, you know, talks about success and what you've done in your life and blah, 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 no, it's all about your health, your health is the most important thing, it really is, and on spiritual, mental, everything, you, you can't eat shitty food, because look, that's what caused my seizure. I was just trying to celebrate and have a good time and it caused a seizure. And I can't do that anymore. I can enjoy life through other, you know, facets, but you don't realize how important life is and how fragile we are as humans. And, and, and let's get a little, I'll get a little fruity. I wonder, are we so fragile that... <laughs> Did we hypothetically come from Mars and our, our, our bodies are, are more, you know, designed? It's, it's, it was Susie's birthday by the week, uh, by the way, this week. It was Susie's birthday, so that's why I'm playing this. Well, did we hypothetically come from Mars or not even hypothetically? Do we come from Mars and are our bodies designed to be cool in Mars and then we just got so hateful? You know, and war and, and people like Hitler just grew and we blew it up. And finally part of us escaped over here. And now we're living on this planet that's even closer to the sun. So that's why we're getting radiated and fucked up. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep about the whole thing. But, you know. I write to anything that... Anything but I see them. That I'm not important in the city and the other day. And the other people would be so active when I'm missing something. I see you right now. Writing to anything. Yes, I write to anything as well. So. Anyways. Uh, my point is. Life is precious. Live it like it's your friggin. Your last day. Because, you know, uh. No one's going to live like Betty White. Only Betty White's going to live like Betty White. Let's be real. So, happy birthday, Susie. Uh, seizures. I can start putting seizure memes up and you people will know why. So, okay, now I'm going to do a free commercial. This is a free commercial. Uh, there's this Tikal Athletics. Oh, man. You got to check it out. It's just Method Man with his own athletic line. And check out the, the Instagram. It's got all the, the hookups. And you just see Method Man working out sometimes with Red Man and whoever else. It is dope. 
And so I gotta keep talking. I'm not to you people. Or, um, yeah, the, I, I think that all of these forms of communication, these little ridiculous devices that we've created, they are ways to communicate. So just the fact, I mean, where are you right now? Kuhor, where are you at? You know, like the fact that we can communicate on this level across the globe is freaking fantastic, you know? And I can hear what you think, what life is all about. That's the best. That's the best. So check out Meth Athletics. <laughs> Tikal Athletics, that's what it's really called. So Tikal. So uh, yeah, I love hearing everything, you know? I love, I love hearing the feedback from you guys. So don't be afraid to say what you gotta, gotta say. And live your freaking day like it's the last day, like I was saying. So I think, I think we might be getting into the topic. I'll tell you quickly, I went to uh, I went to see Method Man and Red Man and Pico Rivera one time and it was, this is in the early, no, yeah, probably early 90s, 96 maybe. <clears throat> and it was just <clears throat> dangerous. <laughs> it was dangerous, people had guns. There were so many people and Method Man and Red Man didn't show up till like way late and it was just, it was crazy. People were just freestyling like everywhere. Like this was a, just a different time. People were just freestyling like in front of the club, then inside of the club. And then people were just like, it was just a different time, you know? Hope you can bring it back. Okay, let me read some of this. My one wish is to go into the joint and My friend had an idea that the aliens are one of the few that had made it past the great filter and they've watched other aliens go extinct. So they're making appearance appearance to see if we make it. Yeah, no, def definitely. And so this is what I think too, right? You, for us to make it, we gotta be peaceful. And so the people that have done it, they're already peaceful because the people that blew up Mars, dude, they weren't, weren't peaceful. And that's why we're descendants of that. And we're all fucked up. But the aliens who we call, you know, angelic, these angelic creatures at point, they've just become peaceful. And so now when they see us human spirits killing other human spirits, like the Palestine, Palestine, Israel crap, they're just like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's when, that's when these alien ships show up. Vietnam, they showed up. And in Vietnam, we shot at people. We shot, sorry, we shot at other beings. And these beings were so advanced that they were able to take our ammunition and feed it back at other directions to shoot other ships from different countries. And these bullets had our names on them. So how did we shoot bullets at a UFO and it blow up a Australian ship? <clears throat> I'll tell you, advanced culture. And here's the bus right after that. In the 70s, the military decided that they were no longer going to infiltrate the, uh, the aliens. They were no longer, they had protocol where they were, they were no longer going to actually fight the aliens. This shit's all going to come out in like two days anyways, but this is stuff that I've known for a long time, you know, and everyone, I think a lot of other people have known it too. They've just been quiet about it. And now that like, it's about to come out anyways, dude. Don't be afraid, you know, and it's a trip because I think that people are tripping because like the idea of religion and and all these things are going to fall. Yeah, well, these man-made conceptions are, are going to fly out the window because there's evolution, like things, things evolve past us and they're coming to save us. They're coming to show us to stop the war and stop the bullshit. Seems like there are a lot of advanced Yokos and, and Johns and they made it to that point. They made it to that level of, of angelic beings that are trying to show us the way now and if we don't follow it if we go down the wrong path they're gonna fucking force it down our throat and i'm cool with that you know i'm i'm ready for it so should we get into the topic ironically the topic has a lot to do with this so <clears throat> leonardo da vinci let's get into it leonardo da vinci he was born on April 15th, 
1452, all right? His father was like a famous notary, but he was like illegitimate, so his father didn't want to like recognize him. So he's brought up by his grandfather, like myself. I was brought up very much like, like uh, with my grandfather. Which is a trip because you're learning different generational gaps. Like when you learn from your dad, you know, he teaches you shit that, you know, how to shave and, and how to, you know, whatever. But like my grandpa taught me pretty much everything. How to pee, how, how to treat people, how to, you know, sh show kindness and compassion to animals and people. Because I, I think once you've gone past that generation, you're, you're, when you're, when you're 20, <clears throat> you're feisty when you're 30 you, you're you're searching by the time you're 40 you start to mellow up by the time you're 50 you i don't know i'm not there when you're 60 shit you know you just start to mellow and grow and learn more so i can understand how you know leonardo da vinci's grandfather could have influenced him a lot more than uh his dad who basically bailed uh, so it was during the Renaissance, which means, you know, the rebirth, that's what Renaissance means. And, and I, that means like the culture, music, art was like evolving at that point. It was in Florence. He moves to Florence from, um, Vinci and, and he got his name because like when you're a bastard, you, you basically don't get your last name of your father. So that's where Da Vinci, he came from Da Vinci. So they just threw that name on. So, um. You're amazing, Julia. And uh, thank you for, for, for tuning in. I know it's got to be early in London. But, uh, all right. So, he was a free thinker. And at that time, the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church ruled everything. It kind of, in a sense, still tries. And that's, ironically, where we have this fight that we were talking about before with the aliens and and uh, intelligence besides us, true design. So back in the day, them being in charge of everything, Leonardo da Vinci was skeptical of the things that they said, you know, such as the earth being, you know, born in whatever, seven days or it being 6,000 years old. He, 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 he was a man of science, so he completely knew that the planet was billions of years old. He he knew he just knew about the evolution, and uh, so he was skeptical, very skeptical. And this is where it gets trippy. From 1476 to 1478, there are no records of this dude. He just completely went missing. He's out. He took off, and I don't know if he went in like a, a, a period of. Of meditation or isolation whatever he did he was gone and uh before that he 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 did some things but when he came back from that two-year missing period he just he, he he had like this creative outburst he started making things like a, a self-propelling cart which is like an early version of a, a car he made a universal generator this is crazy. Tanks, aircraft, uh, an underwater respiratory apparatus, submarines, all these things in 1452. No, what are we talking about? 1478 now and afterwards. So what was going on? What in those two years, what, what happened? And that's where this whole weird concept comes from. What, what did he do? Where, what, was he meditating? Because I, I've meditated for a while and I like to meditate. And when I really get the time to sit and meditate, all kinds of things come in, you know? And was that what happened? Or was he, was he touched, you know, by an alien like Bowie, right? Was he the original man that fell from Earth? You know? So I, I don't know what it is. So 
it's interesting. And, and I feel like some of the concepts I've heard about that is he's uh, in that cave. It's either he, it's either a couple things. He, he meditated, right? And he was able to see into the future and create the submarines and create all these things. Or, you know, he, he did meet with somebody that was able to either mind probe him and just give him all the information to change civilization. Or he took off in a spaceship for two years and saw the world. You know, or sorry, saw the multiverse. Did he see the aliens? Okay, that's what we're going to get into. That's what we're going to get into before I get friggin' censored. So, I've been obsessed with this since I was a kid. Hey, how's it going? You need to get on the show, like, for real. Uh, that's what I want to get into. You know, my whole life I've been just obsessed with it obsessed with this Mona Lisa secret you know I've even dabbled in trying to write a song about it and and I don't know what it is but I've always heard about Mona Lisa secret I'm like what the hell what are you talking about Mona Lisa secret everyone's like look to the left look to the left whatever look to the left of the river I, I've heard all these things my whole life and I'm like man whoever cracks this code is gonna be a fucking genius right and I've thought this my entire life, like I've almost obsessed on it. And here's the deal. Yeah, in all of his paintings, at least the last 16 years, I can show you right now, which I will, so I won't bullshit you guys. I will show you where he hid aliens in every single painting of the last, like, last, I'll at least show you six of them just to show you the proof. And, and I've obsessed over this, guys. Obsessed. And since I have, I can really get into details. First of all, just my screensaver right now. Now, okay, for the people that are listening to this on the audio, I'm gonna try to descriptively do this as best as I can. So I'm going to show a picture of, um, I think this one's called like the mother or the virgin or whatever it is. It's, it's Okay, so what we know about Leonardo is that he mirrored his writing, okay? He mirrored his writing. So that was the first clue for me that he, when he was writing, he would mirror everything backwards that he didn't want people to, to, to read. So for me, I was like, oh shit, that's a bust. And then I watched, you know, Ancient Aliens and they were, they had pictures of like the Mona Lisa and they were doing all these really weird things where they were trying to computer morph these things and and like connect all these dots and they were coming up with bullshit like I I love ancient aliens I'm all about it right but they didn't have the answer and I I knew it and they knew it and it was just bullshit they they made it they created something through this fake geometry that was just this head that didn't look real I didn't buy it and they tried to do too much. Like I said, they tried to reverse the... They didn't just mirror the image, right? Wouldn't you just mirror the image? That would be the smartest thing to do. So the fact that they didn't mirror the image, I was like, dude, how the hell can I... How can I do this? How can I mirror, you know, the Mona Lisa or all of this stuff? So before we get into the... Heck yes. So I said, I got to get you on here. Before I... Before I get into the Mona Lisa, I'm just gonna show you, like, this is this is no joke, guys, like, and I don't know how I, like, I don't know why I'm the person that's figured this crap out, and I'm sure there's other people, but I've looked on the internet, and they show just, like I said, a whole bunch of crap that doesn't exist because they're trying too hard, and they're doing things that are way too much, and if you just simply uh, mirror instead of uh you know play tricks all i did was mirror this okay this is all i did mirror and when i mirror clearly you can see first of all there's a third eye right there boom there's an eye that's your your center then there's an eye here like a like a left socket right socket this mouth this nose another nose and then a dead giveaway is all of these things in the middle, okay. I'm gonna describe it. There's a body come up, coming up here, kind of like Christ. It's in a Christ pose right here. 
it's got two eyes, a big mouth, a nose, boom. Then it's coming up into another two-eyed, looking like owl-type creature. <laughs> right? And then, like, it's no joke. He put so many different things into this. This isn't even the Mona Lisa, okay? So then you just keep going up and there's just more and more. And they look like all different. This one has big ears up here, like uh, two eyes, big ears, kind of looks like a gremlin. Now, if this was just, if this was just like a, one of the photos, you're like, oh, cool, whatever. No, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, fuck it, let's give you the Mona Lisa. Boom. This is where, when I did this, it, it just blew my mind. Okay. Okay. So, the Mona Lisa right here. I'm gonna get a little closer. This is just the Mona Lisa mirrored. This is all this is, the Mona Lisa mirrored. And for the people at home on the audio, they're like these two legs at the very bottom. And it, it, it comes up and it's got this bigger head, this bigger head. And this looks like a mouth right here, a kind of breathing apparatus type deal. Here is one eye, here is another eye, here is the nose to the bridge. Once again, third eye, boom, one, two, three. What's up with the third eye? Not only is it a third eye, right here there are pyramids. I know I'm going fast, but I don't have a lot of time. There are pyramids, and on top of the pyramids, there looks like there's a shaman here. And the shaman looks like he's shooting something up. Here there are wings with another eye that is shooting up into something that looks like a phoenix of rebirth. When you go to the top, it looks like a phoenix of rebirth. Now, I, I'm not that, I'm not that creative. So he was, and after a while, you can't unsee these eyes and this whole thing. After a while, it'll just stick in your head. And it did so much for me that that's where I just got obsessed and I realized, oh shit, I think I found it. And so, yeah, then it got worse and worse. And right here, there's like someone meditating in the dead center where the eye is. And that's shooting directly up into the, um, into the pyramids. So that's that. And now, this is what I have to offer, guys. This is all I got. This is another one. And when you look, it's hard to see, but down here there's a there's a cross that connects with a weird diagram. And it's got two eyes right there. And these are all giveaways. There's two eyes here, two eyes here. Two eyes here that kind of look like a devil. Uh, this looks like a lion. These are all mirrored, by the way, all mirrored. Up here, two eyes, two eyes, two eyes. They, and they all look like different species of things. Like completely different species. And this is the one that I found today because I was just going through these and I was like, am I going crazy or not? And here's a total bust. Here's a total bust. Okay, this one freaked me out. I'm looking at this one, right? And I see this gash of this like, this cloak. Why is there this weird gash of a cloak there? It doesn't make any sense. Why? Because when you mirror it, once again, you mirror that, that is an eyeball. Then you pull back and that thing is clearly, an, this is an alien head. It's obvious and this is the eyes and it's just boom. It's looking right at you. And there's this thing called sensestasia, right? But no way, it's, it's clear as day. And that's the thing, he knew about it, he knew. And so he had to hide his, uh, he had to hide his stuff. He had to hide from the church because if he didn't, they would have killed him. 
because they would have lost control. And so that's why it's just crazy now that that it's all coming out. So, yeah. And, and when you see it in person, like I'm actually going to order a book eventually where I can take better, clear pictures of like, you know, the pictures in front of me and do it so I can see it better instead of on a, on a screen. But even on the screen, you can clearly see it. And he was a genius and he did that on, on purpose. So he's telling a story. And like I said, with X amount of paintings and, and all so many different races of, of species on there, it's not just about aliens, it's about life. It's about the, the mixture of life, like how we are incorporated with whales, how we're incorporated with nature, how aliens and these spaceships are just a part of us as they are, you know, we are part of them. We are just like dolphins swimming in a big galactic sea of love. And I think that's what they want. Because <laughs> I know that's what I want. Because basically love is the only thing that's going to heal us. You know, and I think that's how they evolved. So we can either go one of two ways. We can we can blow up Mars and, and end up with back pain or we can try to evolve. And I think the point is Leonardo da Vinci knew and, and certain people are gifted. Tesla, you know, certain people get the information and some of these things I'm going to be touching on this season. So, you know, I'm going to be talking about talking about Tesla this season. I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things. Mad people. I'm going, to, I'm going to do an episode on Hitler, unfortunately. But why we shouldn't repeat such things like Hitler because we almost did recently. So I'll have an episode on that. And that's the thing. Hitler was fascinated by aliens as well. He knew. He knew. And our government's known. They've all known for a very long time. And now they're finally telling us the truth. We've never been alone. And everybody knows this crap. So I think this is the thing about humans. We instinctively know when people are lying to us. We instinctively know. Like if you tell me a lie, I instinctively know. Look, I scratch my head. Why? Because I'm thinking of a lie. We know when we're being lied to. So, he cleverly hid the truth in all of his paintings. And uh, it's fascinating. He got away with it. He really got away with it. Because he, he kept them in the back of churches. And he, he kept them where... Uh, there's this one painting where it's just in the darkness you can clearly see an eye like if you put a light to it you can clearly see an eye but if it's in the dark you can't see anything it was another trick another painting trick and he was filled with all these tricks so yeah that's the one reason to stay alive you know see the aliens and he's known since 1452 uh 14 sorry 76 and I think the Egyptians knew it's been on the walls. It's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. So I dig it. I think that uh, it's time for a change. It's going to shake everything up. It's going to change how we treat our fellow neighbor. There should be no more war. I feel like the aliens are about to present themselves to stop all this chaos because my theory is that everything in the universe is very fragile okay it's extremely fragile like an egg and just like mars how that got blown up there is evidence of nuclear debris on mars okay that screwed up the cosmic shift so if we do it again i think that there's consequences i think it's like a balloon if we you know you have this balloon if something hits it and it pops everything can explode and i feel that's the same as the multiverse you know and i think that's why these aliens are presenting themselves and basically telling us to chill out and not kill each other that life is precious in all regard and that's what i'm saying too so
I'm excited about season two. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get uh, stopped on this last, uh, last deal. Three Greg. Three Greg. I got barred on this last, uh, when I started the show. So anyways, my point is, Greg, you're getting super deep on aliens right there. Uh, I was showing pictures of, of Da Vinci's aliens hidden in paintings. This is one right there. And uh, I am live. And so, boom. That's a picture of a... Uh, of an alien right there. Two eyes, third eye, a mouth. Da Vinci hid, da Vinci hid uh, tons of, of, not even subliminal, just if you mirror it, you mirror paintings, you can clearly see like 50, 60 different species of, uh, of aliens, which is awesome, he knew. So, any questions? I got about seven to ten more minutes and I'm gonna wrap this up because that's really all I had to say that's why drag it out right da Vinci knew about aliens he was a genius and the the point is how did he get that information did he just see an alien was he abducted did an alien just give him that information Yeah. I want to say subliminal art or liminal art. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And okay, and so that's why. Let's get a little technical. At the very end, he he wouldn't let anybody hold that Mona Lisa because once you see it, once you see not sub, just liminal art liminal art yeah just right in front of your face right that's it so once you've seen it you can never unsee it and for me it's just i was obsessed especially with the mona lisa that's why i started using it for different logos and you know the mona lisa especially you can just you can two eyes third eye nose this this body right here or, or sorry like cheeks these are cheeks and there's this, this body that goes down here and, and then it's this big bulbous head. That's the whole head, big bulbous head. And that is a complete alien. You cannot miss it. And now I swear to God, every time you see it, there's no way you can look away. And that's, that's my treat. That's all I have. You know, I, I that's the one thing that I feel like oh dude I got to tap in like when you're learning someone's song like when you're learning a song of somebody you know like say you're learning a Hendrix song right and you learn a hey Joe like right there that I got to jump into the mindset of Hendrix and that's the thing we're all connected in the multiverse so just being in that mindset of learning somebody else's music painting somebody's painting you know it's all universal and i think that's it we all want to feel connected and i want to feel connected to something bigger than uh the lie that we've been told for the last you know how many years you know this roman control and, and that goes back to the beginning of this da vinci was going against this roman catholic control he was a fucking genius and he did it to the point of where, look, 2021, I'm showing you pictures now. And it's not stuff that you really see. And like I said, I've Googled these things. I've seen other people's interpretations. I've seen ancient aliens interpretations. They're not right. It's a simple mirroring. Greg, simple mirroring. That's all it was because Da Vinci wrote backwards. So in that point, when you just simply mirror the Da Vinci on the right side, boom. And there's this little bus too. There's this little like weird film that connects this whole thing that goes through the center. Um, okay, so when's this give you back to songwriting? 
I was gonna say, I wrote a, I wrote a song called Mona Lisa Secret a long time ago, and my friend Chase, he was a really nice guy, he's a super nice guy, he's still alive, but he's moving, he's moving to Utah, he's like, I love that song, and I'm like, thanks, but it was just, it seemed too cheesy to me, and I was like, this is fucking lame, so I never, you know, went on that, but, uh, yeah, so, as for songwriting, next Saturday, I will be playing with people, so, it won't be hurt in the heartbeat because uh, we're waiting for Richard to get vaccinated, but I will be playing with people. So, uh, playing with the muckers. Speaking of Hendrix, we're going to, that's it. Jimmy Lewis and the muckers is just a, is just a band that uh, likes to, to worship Jimi Hendrix. So, um, yeah. Thing about songwriting, too, that you brought that up is I feel that it's seasonal. And, and it hits me at different times, you know, the creativity hits me at different times, and especially the winter time, it doesn't hit me as much, I feel like I go into hibernation, and now I feel like since we're coming out of the spring, it's like, bam, now it's time to shed some skin, write some shit, and uh, absorb other people's music, you know, what have you been listening to, what have you guys been listening to, I'm listening to the same old shit, Cocktail Twins, that new Perry Farrell, uh, kind Heaven Orchestra men's songs, fucking amazing. I'm wearing a, a, my shirt right here from the Smashing Pumpkins. Gish is 30 fucking years old today. Gish is 30 years old today. Dude, that's scary. I remember that album coming out. I remember my friend uh, Matt Hardwick saying, dude, you gotta take me to see Smashing Pumpkins in 92. And I was like, Fuck them. I like Jade's Addiction. This is real 90s shit, guys. And he's like, no, you gotta check out the pumpkins. I'm all, dude, the pumpkins suck. And then he went to go see them. And then Siamese Dream came out. I heard Siamese Dream. And I was like, dude, that was it. And then, then, yeah. Ironically, they're both still my favorite bands. Both of them. James and the pumpkins. So I just can't believe that this is a vintage 30-year-old shirt. So... Richard Ashcroft, of course. Will it be streaming? Of course. Well, if it sounds good. <laughs> if it sounds good. If it doesn't, no way. Nothing will be streaming. We'll hide it away. But yeah, once Richard uh, gets... Uh, I want to just... Since we were talking about the pumpkins... I've got only a couple minutes left. They're really in, uh, as a songwriter, Billy Corgan is definitely influ influential in my, in my, you know, deal. I, I'll sit and watch Billy Corgan write songs all day. You know, he he's just got that talent. He's got he's got that it factor that a lot of people just wish that they had. And there's no bad song that that guy's like. There's 30-minute songs that I'll watch Billy Corgan play. Uh, when all of a sudden I hear Gossamer come on, people want to leave, I'm like, shit, let's do this. Like, uh, the obsession that I have, and that's it. It's, it's a fun feeling to have because that goes away when you start to play music. You start to lose that feeling of it, of, of that excitement that you had when you were a kid, the first time you ever saw these bands, you know? like being a cab driver I'm sure you know say you're driving a cab and you've done it you're you know you used to want to be this cab driver and then all of a sudden you've had that job for 10 years and you're like shit dude I want to be an astronaut you know so oh you guys thank you I get honestly I get discouraged I get discouraged you know uh everybody does we beat ourselves up you know and that's why I don't try to force anything. The last song I wrote is the song that uh, about my friend that passed away on season one. It was called You Went Away. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, it's just when things happen. It's when things happen. I feel that when bands sit down and they just write things out and they feel like they gotta, they gotta make something happen, I feel like it sucks. But you have these bands like Hope Sandoval, you know, and even Mazzy Star. They, obviously, they won't be around again because of Dave. But 
you know, 10 years will go by and nothing will come out. And then all of a sudden, boom, you'll have this album. And you're like, damn, wow, that's magic. So, you know. Hell yes, guys. Hell yes. This is probably one of my all-time favorite uh, pumpkin songs. Rhinoceros. Fucking A. Just that whole deal. Just that... The whole combination of them all, too, was, was amazing. <laughs> Dude, this is the thing. Once you start songwriting, it's like it's like that cab driving. Once you do, you can't stop. Like it just goes on automatic pilot. I've written like 500 songs, and I can't. My chick said something to me today. She was like, "I'm just trying to get through today." That's what she said. I'm just trying to get through today, but. I actually had the piece of paper. I wrote it down, but then it hit me that, um, you know, there's a John Lennon song, uh, whatever gets you through the night. So there, there's where my cynical self came in. I was like, no, nah, I can't write that song cause it's technically somewhere else. So, you know, but anyways, I like American music and I like British music and I like all kinds of music and you guys are fucking awesome. I love you guys. Till next Saturday, we will party. Do drugs. Don't do drugs. But now that they're saying that uh, the mushrooms are legal, what are you going to do? I'm sure Leonardo da Vinci would have ate mushrooms. Me, personally, I can't do drugs. I have seizures. <laughs> That's why I'm fucking sober as a judge all the time, because I su- you know, suffer from seizures. So now that you guys know that I am an epileptic, fuck yeah, when you understand my, uh, all right, thank you for listening to the first episode of season of What Does It All Mean podcast. All two of you. Would you like to come along? Over the prom with me, baby. American music. Music within my soul